Okay. <clears throat> it's recording, but there's a, about to be an intro. There's about to be an intro, the intro song. Right there. The, I called that and I can't even see the computer, but this is the little intro music. If you've listened to an episode, which you said you have. Oh yeah, I do. I know and it. You've heard this shit. It's yeah, kind of tough. I always think somebody's, dude, someday I'm going to have somebody on here who hears that beat and just busts into like some mad freestyle. freestyle. Dude, I probably would have if I would have had a little bit more time, but it just it <laughs> caught me off guard, dude. It caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, so this is mining in the foothills. Cody Jones, I got a little I got a little intro I'm gonna do and then we'll jump into the podcast. Alright. So pull us a little closer. Alright, hello miners and welcome to the seventh episode of Mining in the Foothills, where I am on the search for dialectic gold with doers from around the Midwest. I'm Wes from Wally Opus, and my guest today is Cody Jones, none other than Cody Jones. What's up, Cody? What's up, Wes? How you feeling? <laughs> Dude, I'm awesome. <clears throat> I'm so glad you're here. Cody. I'm glad too. Cody, Cody is a photographer from Southern Indiana who specializes in photographing live hip hop and rock and roll shows, and he is also the official uh, photographer for our mutual buddies. The Strangers. The Strangers. In the past six months that I've known Cody is what I'm basing all this shit off of. No, I think that's right. I think so. No, I met you like so. in March or something. I think we, I think like I had seen you around a couple of times, but I don't think we ever like officially met until the shoot for the Astra. Like when we went and looked at the Astra and we took yes. pictures in the newspaper interview. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. So that's that crazy. was actually in February. So that's... About seven, eight months. Seven, eight months. So, um, since meeting Cody, he has photo uh, photographed <laughs> for hip-hop acts such as City Morgue and IDK, as well as for rock bands like Atlas of the Dogs, The Criticals, to be yes. and of course, The Strangers. Cody's latest gig was photographing The Strangers' main stage performance at the 2022 Louder Than Life Music Festival, uh, which took place this past Sunday. If uh, if you're listening the, to this, the day it came out, it was like a week ago, uh, on September 25th, uh, 2022. So that was just this past Sunday. Cody was there photographing. It was awesome. In August of 2022, Cody launched the Nobody Collective, an independent clothing brand with a cool logo. Thanks. <laughs> that last part was my comment. <laughs> like his stranger friends, Cody is a native of Santa Claus, Indiana? Uh, well, <clears throat> more so, true? more so from, uh, Richland. And there's a couple things. Let, let's, 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 uh, <laughs> there's a, no, there's a couple. I just want to emphasize on a couple things. <laughs> Dude, hold on. Uh, no, no, no. Well, let me disclaim this. <clears throat> I wrote this based off of the little bit that I know you and looking at your Instagram. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're good. You got almost everything right. Sweet. Except, but here, uh, City Morgue. I met the guy that I shot for at a City Morgue concert. He opened for City Morgue. His name's Cujo. That's the uh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. But that that but the name that you said is his Instagram name. So I understand. IDK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his Instagram name, I think. But his name is Cujo. Oh and shit. I, and I okay. met and I lit I went to no a city. No disrespect, Cujo. I just yeah, didn't know you. We name. all love Cujo. Cujo, that's B awesome. But uh, yeah, uh, I saw him perform at a City Moore concert, and then oh uh, yeah, so like 
then I was like, that's when I first heard of him. So I hit him up and gotcha. we got to talking and I went and shot for him in Chicago. Some behind the scenes stuff for his music video. And then, that's uh, cool. yeah, that was fun as hell. And then the criticals too, they, uh, I was supposed to shoot a couple things for them, but they didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, I had some, uh, stuff come up, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I didn't make a couple of those, but I, the one I did finally shoot for him, it was in Somerset, Kentucky. And, they're great guys it was a fun That's fun time ass. dude fun time aren't they doing pretty well for a band <clears throat> yeah dude they're I like i don't really uh, know them that well i think i've seen them on instagram yeah no they're doing pretty well like especially around like nashville like that's where they're based but they've been selling out stuff in like chicago like oh my new God. york that's seattle even i think i think they sold all those out holy shit that's awesome yeah dude. no they're doing good and i'm pretty sure their new their new uh record is being recorded by one of cage the elephants producers i'm pretty <sighs> sure so i wonder who that would be that producer i don't remember which, the which name. cage the elephant album that, I, I never got any emphasis on that or like yeah. they never went into detail about that look it up sometime. yeah See, i need like that you know like joe rogan's got jamie yeah yeah we need uh, a jamie get lucas in here yeah lucas part-time fires up shit on the fucking screen and we can see oh look at there there's the answer that's who produced that record or you know whatever it's like yeah no i agree get some informational <laughs> yeah highway yeah connection i'm telling you lucas is your guy part-time yeah. part-time he he needs to do it yeah he'd love it dude he would he'd be dude lucas would be up here with cameras he likes film shit he'd be up here with cameras trying to produce this into a little show oh know? yeah oh yeah he'd be into it that's for sure that's to say the least i should <clears throat> fucking talk to him about that lucas if you hear this and you remember because i might forget so lucas if you fucking hear this and you want to do it let's hit me up dude i'm not gonna let you forget we're, we're, <laughs> whenever whenever he gets here later we're gonna talk to him about it yeah dude that's great all right cody jones all right man holy shit you just literally photographed the stranger's biggest show to date playing the main stage at louder than life yeah dude it was crazy what was it like it was like to see your friends up on stage playing on the big stage you're down in the front taking photos, jumping around. You know, you're getting everything. Yeah. And all day, you're just chilling, dude. You were yeah, an artist no. that day. You got an artist pass. You no, got dude, to that was do epic. Basically, what you wanted, when you wanted. It's the only way to go to a festival. No, it by is. By the way, it was like a get out of jail. You've done it. Card. You're like, oh, I don't ever want to just go GA. Yeah. No, I want the dressing room again. I want everything. <laughs> <laughs> You want the free LaCroix? Yes, and, everything. Uh, the free Red Bull. All complimentary Red Bull and like a chill place. And like, dude, I will say this. <clears throat> we're going to get to the, we're going to get to your perspective in two seconds. I got to add this little right. bit. I think like being there is just, you realize, dude, if you can go off, if you can get out of the madness of the festival for a sec and catch your breath. Yeah. Regroup. Okay. Where am I? All right, what am I doing? Where am I at? I need some water. Yep. I need a snack. Yep. All right, I'm going back out in the madness. Then you go back out and it's fucking chaos. In no, the it's pit. crazy, dude. It's in the, literally in insane. In the whole fucking giant festival. It was massive. No, it's insane, dude. It literally is insane. <sighs> Had you been to Louder Than Life before? <clears throat> well, actually, me, Rylan, and Lucas went to Bourbon and Beyond Oh yeah. last weekend, the weekend before Louder Than Life. So we got that like festival like you know ga experience the week yes. before we got that vip experience <laughs> same, which was freaking same, crazy it was very similar <laughs> festival setup but 
you got yeah you went for ga the first weekend and what what was that festival like what was bourbon and beyond like because a lot of people said the strangers would be a good band for bourbon and beyond no i agree it definitely would be the day that we went we just went on saturdays ga and uh greta van fleet and pearl jam headlined so it was a pretty crazy day yeah like i could definitely see that like i I heard them pearl jam no who do we hear uh Oh, we heard Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers and Alice in Chains and Incubus. Yes. Was the festival smaller at Bourbon and Beyond? Dude, I think it's kind of hard to tell, honestly, because I was definitely taking advantage of that uh, all access. So, like, I honestly (laughs) did not spend an entirely amount at the festival that day. Like, more so, I was off wandering around the places I would never be allowed to go. (laughs) You you know what I mean? (laughs) That's what we were all doing. Yeah, we could admit it. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, you're talking about it louder than life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at Bourbon and Beyond, I would say that the crowd was almost probably the same size, but only because that was Bourbon and Beyond's biggest day of the festival ever in history. On Saturday. Yeah, they I made I saw an, a photo of that. Yeah, dude. they made an announcement. So I'd say, I'd say at near the end of the night when the Chili Peppers were going on, it was probably a little bit more than that than Louder Than Life. Really? I mean, I mean, then Bourbon and Beyond. My bad. A little bit, li- a little bit it was more. A bit, the yeah, I'd say, I'd say during the last two sets, it was probably a little bit bigger than Bourbon and Beyond. Yeah, yeah, for God, sure, dude. It so many so people, big. so many people, and which is crazy because I don't go to festivals that much. But like, me neither. I go to a lot of pits, you know. Yeah. And so, like, it, you know, it's not that hard to get out of a regular mosh pit, but when you're surrounded by like a hundred thousand people, <laughs> where do you go, dude? Like, <laughs> where the hell do you go? It's crazy. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Having the having the having the uh, decision or the option to exit that for a minute, even so, if if you get an artist pass, you can basically kind of step to an area that's just on the other side of a fence where it's like a little city. Yeah. It's like a little. It's like a little operating city yeah. of you know, like food, housing, people, all these people that are working the damn thing. But when you go over there, it's 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 chaotic in a different way. People are on schedules, but like the vibe is so much chill. Like you're like, yeah, no, it's like way more laid I can back and think. It's like so laid I have back. A bottle of water. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's like, hey, you guys got any beer? Yeah, we got some beer. Yeah. Versus like you're out there, it's like twelve bucks a beer. It's like, yeah. wow. What? You want to play the mac and cheese? Uh, that'll be twenty seven dollars. <laughs> oh my dude you're not even exaggerating no i actually spent 23 dollars on a plate of mac and cheese at bourbon and beyond dude 23 dollars on a plate but dude you only get experiences <clears throat> like bourbon and beyond with the with like the premium prices you know what i'm saying yeah like, yeah you get a premium experience all the bands top notch all the sound systems loudest in the fucking world like dude during jelly roll set my face, my head was vibrating so much from the subwoofers that like I told Chloe, I'm like, I literally think like this is fucking with me so hard. Yeah, I agree. Because dude. the subwoofer was so loud, like like from Jelly Roll's kick drum or whatever. And it's dude, it's just what they do, man. They no, make loud. I've... But I was wondering, I was cause I think Metallica I wanna say Metallica had the biggest setup for a while. In terms of loud subwoofer bait, like shows, um, but I would think like, dude, Danny Wimmer and those guys—they're just gonna like. Why wouldn't they have the biggest, dopest shit? Those guys, 
No, dude, when the chili peppers so hard. When the, the, D, chili, the DW team is yeah, the they best do. in the no, world. No, they do. Dude. Like they're you, amazing. You can go to the very, you could go a block away from that festival, like to the end of the festival, and you can still hear the vocals clear as day. I know it's it. just fucking insane, dude. But dude, I even print it so. So I, for people who don't know, I tour. I served as tour manager for the Strangers along with. So Cody went for photography. I went as yeah, yeah tour manager so i got to i got a very similar experience mine was backstage. yeah definitely definitely yeah but like dude yeah it was oh my gosh it was like when you when you get to go behind the scenes for the first time at a, something that big i i worked the trash a couple times at some festivals oh, actually, really so that i could go for free yeah i did that in college like several times just would work them so that you could go for free yeah i do it fuck see it. people fucking par- Dude, you could go see people that were badass because they're all at night. Wake up. You have to be up early. You got to work a shift before everybody gets up. Right, you know? right. But like being actually to go see them behind the scenes from what we experienced as an artist. Yeah, no, it's insane, dude. We got to ride with the strangers. They treated us, but like we also helped them, you know. It was yeah, like for an amazing sure. experience. It was. It was definitely crazy, dude. And like to see it go from like, like well here's the thing so you like you asked my perspective on it like how was it seeing it from my perspective like i remember five years ago maybe four uh me lucas and rylan we like we like we went to the same school but like yeah. we probably didn't really heritage hills. yeah we probably shout out, dog. Sh- shout out heritage hills but i also i didn't graduate from there actually i graduated oh, really? yeah i graduated from south spencer Oh, really? Shout out my South Spencer people. Nice, dude. Yeah. You should send this to them. We need to get a South Spencer. We're lacking in the South Spencer area. Yeah, for real. We need to get some upcoming South Spencer bands. Get Wally Opus, <laughs> yeah. get Wally Opus to record <laughs> Wally them. Opus? No, that's hilarious. If you're from South Spencer and you're listening to this, <laughs> you, you got to get a band. That's hilarious. But uh, no, like uh, I remember like four or five years ago, like our sophomore year, like Lucas would just be in his back room, like after school, stru- yeah. strumming a bass and screaming in a mic. <laughs> and then like Rylan would come over and play some stuff on guitar. Like so many practices, so many practices for years before they were even a band. So to see them take it to louder than life is fucking insane, dude. <laughs> it's fucking insane, <clears throat> dude. It's like a, it's like a small little, uh, like a little thing. They they started. I mean, really, when you explain it like that, that's the genesis of The Strangers. Like, that's yeah. the beginning of the band. Yeah. What's funny is I've interviewed all of them now for this show, and what you just said is probably the most profound thing about all of it is, like, an objective view of, like, yeah. oh, I'm a first-person witness to the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. I watched these two of my friends start this energy, this little you know, rolling ball of energy that was their band. Then you start bringing in caden and they bring in J- or you know james and kate i don't know how james uh james right yeah james he yeah. was involved with, for a while james uh, yeah yeah he played some stuff he he actually played their first james show with them uh dude fuck i don't know james that in well. the basement yeah james, yeah you know james and shout out in the basement but uh no I, he actually played their first show with them too at the village rec center i think yeah. our, our Which, all, each of them bring that up on this too as well oh, okay okay well, still, shout out in the basement. Yes. He actually just released a new song. It was pretty, pretty fucking good, dude. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So Shout out to James. He was at Louder Than Life. Yeah, he was. I talked to him for a bit. He bought that He bought that $23 mac and cheese as well, dude. <laughs> God damn it. They got us both. 
They got us both, dude. dude. That is so funny. A twenty-three dollar. I mean, I won't lie. It was pretty good, <sighs> but twenty-three dollars, dude. Come on, dude. I don't know if anything's twenty. I don't know if any mac and cheese is worth twenty-three bucks, unless I'm getting like three pounds of it and i'm buying it for my family or for like a party or something <laughs> it's like okay yeah no this makes sense i'm buying quantity yeah 23 yeah okay all right so take me back take me back to the beginning like give me i i, I usually ask people give me like a brief overview a quick rundown like a quick two-minute pitch of you growing up you being a kid where you were at meeting these boneheads, picking up a camera, camera led to you reaching out to people led to you at louder than life. Okay. Give okay. me the quick, give the me the quick, quick through line without getting too much into okay. rabbit holes. Okay. I mean, do what you want. What? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. The hell? <clears throat> no. Cause I will go down the rabbit hole. That's been proven. I will. <laughs> so good call. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> they, uh, Okay, so as a kid, I grew up around South Spencer. From first to seventh grade, went to South Spencer. Seventh grade to eleventh grade, I moved to Heritage Hills. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't move to Heritage. Was Hills that a bigger school? Heritage Hills. Yeah. Oh yeah, way way bigger. Did yeah. you fit in right away? No, definitely not. What like, kind of music did you listen to? Eh, probably definitely the same stuff. Not as much as I listen to now, but honestly, yeah, like a mix between like early rock and rap. Yeah. Like. I remember, rap. well, honestly, I remember my first MP3 player I had, it had four songs on it. It had like, <laughs> it had like Stand by Eminem. <laughs> it's a modern day, dude. Because, you know, here some people say, you know, my parents only had four records. It was a CCR record and a, a Queen record. You know, it's like you had four songs on an MP3 player. That's yeah, a, that's dude. A, that's, a, that's a 2000s kid yeah but no dude <laughs> i didn't grow up with that much shit so like when yeah. i had that i was like i i cherish the fuck out of those four songs dude yeah like, what I, were they i think one one of them was stand by eminem <laughs> <laughs> like all, all this also Perfect. wasn't my mp3 player i found it at the park so, <laughs> <laughs> so it was stand, like treasure for yeah you. dude it was it was that's stand awesome. by eminem power by kanye west oh that's a good one uh it's another one off that album by Kanye. That that is <laughs> the same album. Eminem to Kanye, dude. I know uh, that uh, a little Wayne song. I'm trying to remember what the name of the song, dude. Like this was early, like like probably like Lil I don't Wayne. even know how old I was. Probably like eight, like maybe ten years old. That and, is so funny. And you're listening to three people. Yeah, the, the, they're the all same legends song, now. Dude. Yeah, they are. But like, but there uh, there was one rock song on there. It was a. Uh, or no, it was the Eminem song where Eminem samples Aerosmith. Okay. And so, like, I was, like, 10 years old, and my family just listened to cr country music. But I started getting into other shit, so, like, I really liked, uh, like, I, after I figured out that that song was sampled by Eminem, like, yeah. I was like, I was always like, oh, this song is so good, because, you know, like, I was, like, 10 years old. And then I heard it on the radio, the Aerosmith song. So I was like, oh, shit. I was like, this is actually the real song. So, yeah. then I, so, so then I started digging, like, I'd go to the library, dude, check out CDs, like, the Hatfield Library, that's where I'd go, the Hatfield, uh, the, they had the Pearl Jam album, the self-titled Pearl Jam album, yeah. had, like, a couple Hendrix things, actually, it was pretty Holy fucking shit. stock, dude, yeah. <laughs> so you would rent those out and go home and listen to Hendrix? Yeah. Oh, my like, God, maybe at like, what age? Maybe, like, 
at this point probably like 12 maybe 11 12 wow. but yeah i always like because i didn't like, listen to jim i mean i heard jimmy hendrix when i was a kid because my dad always listened to oldies I yeah mean, like rock radio too but like i didn't listen to jimmy hendrix till like fucking a couple of years ago really you know yeah, dude, I think for me... So it's crazy. As a kid, you had that appreciation for that shit. Yeah, no, I definitely did. I always loved, like, the music scene. And I definitely, even as a kid, probably had, like... Probably it's okay to admit this now, but back then it definitely wasn't. Uh, I definitely bumped Justin Bieber, dude. Like, <laughs> I was one of those... One of those that... That, <laughs> that is not what I thought you were going to say. And, dude, I respect that. I was thinking this. So today... Today I was talking to an old friend who I went to a Justin Bieber concert with. <laughs> and dude, I was a senior in high school. I've really not talked about this publicly either. It's funny, dude. I'm sorry, Justin Bieber. I fucking love you, dude. I feel like some people are like ashamed to admit it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, was in the I didn't thought people wouldn't take me serious. Or Rylan's gonna know. kill me, but we and him have have a similar experience. I'm pretty sure he like bought a poster of him from the book fair. When he, I think he told me the story. The, book fair, the infamous yeah, book. Yeah, and he was fair, like, dude. he like hit it, like he like hit it on his way out, so like nobody could see it. That is hilarious, <laughs> dude. Isn't that's that's why Justin Bieber was so big is because he won over all the girls and he won over all the boys too. But no, the dude. boys just didn't admit it. But hey, listen, that is one concert that boys did not mind taking their girlfriends to because you go and you're like, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> like you just start yeah, vibing no. dude you're dude, like damn dude this, this, this conversation is so good. this conversation just unlocked a core memory <laughs> when i listened to justin bieber whenever he released that song never say never with, never J- with say never yeah with jaden smith yes there was a talent show at my elementary school <laughs> no dude you're, you're gonna think the story's way better than it actually is <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by that look what in your way face. I, I can tell that way by the look in your face. Dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, I w- whenever he made that song, there was girls like uh, in my class, like auditioning for the talent show. Like they were going to do a dance to that song, <laughs> but they wouldn't let us take it, like take the music out to the playground. So like I would sing this song to them <laughs> while they rehearsed it, dude. And I would nail it every time, dude. <laughs> I would nail that shit every oh time. Oh my dude. god, that's a good story, dude. No, dude, yeah. I forgot about that shit. That's then, hilarious. I remember I was so invested that I like I was like I was like looking up Justin Bieber's number, dude, for him. I was like I was like trying to get him to come perform it at the talent show for them and shit. Cause I was like, nah, there's no way I'm going on stage and singing this shit at the talent <laughs> show, dude. <laughs> Recess is cool, but not the talent show, dude. No, dude, I definitely got, like, side-eyed by my homies, you know, like, yeah. walking past the picnic table, like, seeing me singing that, like, to, and they're like, what the hell, bruh? <laughs> definitely had, because they, they probably went what home, the and, they probably went home and listened to it, too, but they were just <laughs> in the closet about it, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, that's the way a lot of it was. My my best buddy, my best bu- my best friend, shout out Reed Owing, we'll get, hope to get him on the podcast soon, Reed. But uh, he might listen to this. He listens to a lot of them because he, he's a driver, so he listens. But, like, uh, we, we in high school, we took our girlfriends, and we went and saw Justin Bieber in St. Louis, and it was fucking awesome, dude. It was so fucking loud in there and shit. But, like, we loved it. Yeah, no. Nah. He's, I, I'm pretty, I'm sure he's a hell of a performer, dude. It was great. It was <coughs> like watching Usher. <laughs> his, uh, whatever predecessor yeah yeah but no i definitely that's definitely yeah. wasn't even though i did listen to him uh that's definitely not like what i listen to a lot like most of my music now is definitely all like translated into what i listened to as a kid yeah. it's just all like bigger 
span of genres that I picked yeah. up on. But like the light, like you said, like I was like 12, 13 listening to like Hendrix CDs. Well, the reason is because my family burnt me out on country at a very early age. <laughs> Not, nothing against country. Yeah. It was just like the same genre my whole life. And I got tired like of it. country you know? radio? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, well, so like but, I would experiment hey, I with other stuff. This. Yeah. You grew up in an era where there was still a lot <clears throat> of good country music. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was just like, I mean, okay. You got like... It was like, okay, I, I'm not, I'm like 12 years old and I'm not sad and drinking beer on a tailgate. So like, <laughs> so, so like I was like, that's so all that was on the that, radio I, station. And, and then, you know, it's like, other than that, you're drinking a beer in Mexico or yeah, yeah. on a boat or, uh, I mean, shit. What, how, what, when, when were you a kid? What, like 2000s? Dude, I don't know. I was born the same year as Rylan and Lucas, 2002. Oh shit! Okay, you're a little yeah, younger. We're little babies, bro. Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew that, but yeah. Okay, sorry. So we derailed that whole conversation. We did. Where were we? You, I asked. Okay, so how did you get from where you were at to there? So you were saying you went a little bit here to school, you went a little bit there to school. Okay, okay. I asked how was it, blah blah blah. But we're trying to get you from your childhood to the strangers side of the stranger right, right, stage. Right, right, yeah. So, so this big festival taking photos. Yeah. Okay. So. In seventh grade, moved to Heritage Hills. I didn't really have a lot of friends at first. Definitely made a couple throughout the years. And then my sophomore year, uh, I had a class with Lucas and Rylan. Yeah. It, was, it was called Interactive Media, like where you worked with green screens and shit, taking pictures and shit. <laughs> so it was pretty fun. And like, uh, it really started with me hanging out with Lucas because uh, we started talking when we had that class and we had like the same music taste and shit mm -hmm. so we went to my classic fir my first concert actually was with lucas what did you see uh def leopard and journey <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah it was a pretty good concert we were an hour late because we forgot about the louisville time change and uh it's funny because that's happened probably like three other times with me and lucas <laughs> <laughs> you think the first time would teach us but every time oh, we, dude. we wake up we're like oh we still got another hour before we have to leave and we no. get then we cross that time change and he goes shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm like bro i'm like oh, i'm like gosh. one i'm like one of these times but honestly it usually works out because the sets are always delayed sometimes yeah so like we usually walk in right as like the opener's going yes but that's, still that's so but bad. still yeah but still dude i'm always late to concerts too it's a curse yeah <clears throat> i always am like i gonna go early i start doing something early it's happened like the last two concerts here in evansville i go to the fort center see like a big band like i've gone to the last one tour did i see cole wetzel which was bad fucking ass at the uh fort Ford Arena or whatever, Ford Center. Hey, oh, he was Cole there? He was at, yeah, I know who he is. He was at the Ford Center? Yeah. Really? Dude, I didn't know that. Did he open for someone house. or was he no, headlining? No, his tour. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was that big. I don't dude. know if it was sold out, but it was pretty damn close. It was fucking packed. Yeah, I didn't know he was that big. I didn't know Jelly Roll was that big either, dude. Yeah. Like Jelly Roll's got some big songs right now. Yeah, he does. My family listens to him. Really? They, yeah, they listen to like country radio. Dude, uh, Jelly Roll, in my opinion, <clears throat> and Chloe's opinion too, Dude, okay. The let's just. I'm just gonna say that I'm. I'm just gonna say this, and I don't mean it against anybody else that was that louder than life. But my, okay. okay you saw the you saw uh, the Chili Peppers, didn't you? Yeah, I was with you and Chloe for like the beginning yes, of it. I think. Yes. And then I forgot about that. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Just like a little side note. Uh, whenever you said that when Jelly Roll was playing, you could like you could feel your head vibrating. Yeah. 
whenever I was with you and Chloe in the beginning of the Chili Pepper set, yeah. but then I went and I went and ventured off. I got a little closer, and uh, I felt that same thing, dude. I felt my head, my like I, I felt my fucking head vibrate. There might have been like there's a. Uh, there's like things in in uh, sound nodes and anti nodes or something I don't know but it's like where sound resonates at its highest level I think there's probably bass pockets within that parking area or you know not parking lot within that giant lot where people yeah yeah do this is the thing about louder than life from from our perspective for the first time as people who went there at this you know at this angle was like being on stage looking out at the rest of the festival and you realize like like i told chloe like a fucking hundred times and chloe we got home and chloe's like you know what you said like literally so many times i'm like what she's like uh you kept saying that the festival like this is the best festival i've ever seen or like this is the most well-organized festival like this is the right like they do shit. so i'm like that's the way i felt when i was there that place was nuts dude they did such a good job setting the whole fucking thing up yeah yeah like, no dude it was some fucking insane dude. it's insane when you're on the stage though looking out at the crowd just setting shit up we weren't even playing you know? yeah just like looking out there like whoa it's fucking dude, crazy it, it puts it in nuts. a different puts it in a different category like it does because we're you know like you said we're like used to being on the other side of the stage I know, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I bet, the, I bet at the Stranger Show, there was probably at least like 1,500, by the end, I bet there was like 1,500, 2,000 people Yeah, no, there the was, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty decent, dude. For, there especially, was a lot of, especially at the for, very end, for the, just dude. by the size of the festival, it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. maybe but there's this, a chance that like 2,000 people just heard you play. Yeah, no, it's crazy because usually even like the last day, and not even just because the last day, but because... You know, a lot of those people are only there for the headliners. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, usually the first act of the day, I feel like, doesn't even have that many. I know. So but it was, that's a festival. Several people said that's a festival. As soon as they open the doors, people dart in there. Yeah, yeah. That's how uh, Bourbon and Beyond is. Yeah. Like, there were there, Greta Van Fleet had a cook-off there, and they mm-hmm. literally, they had, like a, like, a little side set up, like a little side stage set up, and, like, a couple of the members from Greta Van Fleet we're cooking burgers and there was apparently girls lined up there for six hours to see them cook a burger <laughs> that dude. is so funny yeah i know it's fucking ridiculous but it's crazy <laughs> dude like that's cool the as burgers hell, probably honestly. cost like 80 bucks <laughs> no they probably did but like they came out on stage for like 15 minutes and like the guy i like i was walking by i was watching for a minute and the announcer was like these girls here in the front row have been here for like six hours and so i was like what the hell i was like to see them cook a burger like you know it pulls it up on the screen right you don't have to be in the front row <laughs> that's it's crazy insane. yeah i know i was expecting them to throw a burger or something that's the only reason i went over there dude <laughs> i was like shit i was like if i catch a burger that josh kiska throws and i don't have to pay fucking 40 dollars for some mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> That'd be way more delicious, dude. Yeah, for real, it definitely would have okay, been. Okay, hold on, I gotta get, I gotta get another drink. So, okay, pause. So, at what point do you pick up a camera? Okay, so a camera in general, honestly, not till this last year, like this year. But when I was uh, probably in like sixth grade, maybe my mom put me in this program like called the big brothers big sisters program because you know i was like i was a little troublemaker 
And so she put me in like this little mentoring program. And uh, it got to the point to where like he could tell I was like really interested in like movies and stuff. His name's Will. Shout out Will if he's listening to this. He would would, like notice I really liked like camera work and stuff like that. Like I was interested in it. So like uh, he got me like a iPad and I made payments to him like in like sixth grade. It definitely, t- I don't know how exactly how long it took me to pay him off, but it, like, I paid him off. It was like a used, refurbished iPad. Okay. And I started making, like, YouTube videos and shit. So that's how I got into it. But, like, it was really just more like, like, the YouTube videos were definitely, like, goofy, stupid stuff, you know, yeah. like, because I was a little kid. But, like, uh, I just got really into, like, making a, like, capturing a scene, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I've always been into music, like, you know, I was, like I said, I was, like, in the library checking out CDs and shit, like, when I was, like, 10, 11 years old. Yep. And then, like, I started going to concerts and stuff. I was, like, shit, it would just be so nice to work and something like that. So, like, uh, I have been hanging out with Lucas and Ryland for years now, and I go to their shows all the time. Yeah. So, uh, I was, like, I told him I was interested in trying to get in, uh, trying to get started in photography. So, I got a camera, and my actual, my first shoot was at one of their practices oh really yeah you bought a camera before that though yeah yeah my first shoot was at one of their practices but like yeah like honestly before this year i had really never picked up a camera so like when people are like are you a photographer i say yeah i have a camera (laughs) you know what i mean but like but like you know like i also get like pretty decent feedback on my pictures they're like i can't believe you just picked up on it this year you know like yeah so like it's definitely Damn, dude, it's definitely nice crazy to that it's that new to you. Yeah, like like even Lucas said that like he's like really impressed of how fast like I picked up on it. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely still stuff I want to get more knowledge about. For sure, dude. But like I go to training. I go to YouTube uh YouTube education, dude. That's my college, nice. yeah. YouTube University. Like they'll show you everything you need to know about a camera settings and stuff. But there's still other stuff I want to experience and too like I've never like I've done like, you know, like posing pictures and stuff portraits yeah like portraits and like senior picture type thing and you know i like it it's like fun but like nothing brings the energy like capturing like the moment of like a concert you know what i mean or just like live music in general it's just crazy because live music is like a crazy experience it's always a one-off thing dude for a good it is it is dude no two performance i feel like that with the strangers like when i watch those guys i'm like no two performance. I never, I didn't, like Lucas was here one night and he said, Chloe said, what's your guys' set list for this show? I'm like, don't say it. We shouldn't be, we should be surprised, you know? No two performances are ever the same. So let's just like let it be what it is and yeah. appreciate it, you know? Yeah. Live music is such a unique, I mean, there's a reason people still love, like think about how many damn people were at the damn Louder Than Life Festival. Yeah. That's how many people love music enough to pay for mac and cheese yeah Yeah. dude exactly (laughs) i mean dude god when you think of oh my god that festival's no it's amazing dude insane and like the energy that people bring with them to music that's that's what i love the most about it about working all the crowd the crowd comes there to support the artist because they came there to see these people the artist feeds off the energy yeah the whole thing is this explosion like jelly roll dude his set like I was gonna say that earlier, Jelly Roll set is was the one that I was the most emotionally moved by. I mean, I literally teared up like really? twice. Really, I told I met his drummer. Yeah, you told Cody me. Ash. And, yeah, yeah, and I was like, 
I literally told him, I said, I teared up twice during the show and I felt kind of vulnerable. I don't even know. Yeah, I yeah, I know. I vulnerable you know, saying yeah. that. It just came out because I'm talking to somebody that I'm like, kind of like, damn, dude. Right, big right. dude. He was fucking badass drummer for Jelly Roll. Yeah. But um, he's like, dude, that's fucking awesome. He gave me a big ass hug. He was like Fuck a big yeah. teddy bear. But Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, like Jelly Roll said, I was like, dude, he's just a real dude up there. I was just thinking about how far he's come. I don't even really know him, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. this dude has overcome you just appreciate so much in his it. life. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. he's so appreciative when he's on stage. He's yeah. like, man. I really respect artists that are like that. Me too. Yeah, like, cause like, like ones that are like really humble real. on stage, you know, like, yeah. like they think it's so real to be up there themselves. Exactly. Yeah. I can't believe I'm, fu- you know. Yeah. Wouldn't want to play louder than life for you, blah, 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 you know. I missed his set, unfortunately. You did? Yeah. I, I, Damn, I yeah, I heard it from the I heard it from the other side of the festival, like by the dressing rooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh uh from what I heard it sounded definitely more like instrumental than I thought it would. Yeah, dude. Like there was some parts and I was like, Wait, is Jelly Roll still he playing or is this someone else? yeah. Yeah, it definitely dude. caught my ear from a distance even. Mm-hmm. Like I was hey, like dude. This is Jelly Roll's strength on his band. Like, I think Jelly Roll, his performance too, the thing that took it over the top, like, he could have came out there and just sang over a backing track or whatever, like, right, right. karaoke like style. How, yeah. Like, a rapper. But, like, not like all rappers, but, like, like you know, what a rap record is. Or, but he came out, dude, and he had the full band, and every band member he had was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, no, I definitely was like, like I kept looking at the Louder Than Life schedule when he was playing. I was like, I was like, this is still Jelly Roll playing. I was like, I did not think his set would be this instrumental because I was hearing like crazy shit going on. I was like, this is Jelly Roll. He had this medley where he he combined all of the music that he loves. He's like, he goes, I'm from wherever the hell he's from. I forgot, but uh. He's like, and if you came to my trailer park, or I, th- I think that's what he said. I'm sorry, Jelly Roll, if you didn't say that. If you said my neighborhood, I don't thought he said my, sh- but it, whatever. <laughs> He's like, wherever you come to my house, this is the music you'll hear. And he played a medley of all the songs. So he's like, I grew up on Southern rock. I grew up on country western. I grew up on, you know, I re-, he goes, I grew up on gangster rap. And I grew up on this. And he played right. like, Sweet Home Alabama. And then it went to like, uh, uh, I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Come on, boom. I think and I heard some it, of that. I heard some of that. It was like dude, it, it definitely it went, was genre it went switching to, crazy. Uh, it went to a country song. Long neck, ice cold beer, never broke my heart. Boom, boom. And it was like, holy sh! Every one that he did, he like did like all those connected. They were all fucking badass. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was like watching the best karaoke in the world. <laughs> That's a good way to express that. He, dude, he, fucking, he's a pretty, he's pretty badass, dude. He kind of has like that rapper lifestyle too. He does. Like, like I said, I had never, uh, I've never listened to him or anything, but like, yeah, like his stage presence, I heard a lot of good things about him from Louder Than Life, and like, I, like I said, like he caught my ear a couple times. I was like, damn, he's still playing. Like, damn, this sounds really good. <laughs> But uh, isn't he the rapper or the the artist that uh got lost in their own backwoods? Like they got lost on their property. Like they have like hundreds of acres. I feel like I, I saw. I feel like I saw a Facebook story, so it might not be real. But I a couple months him. ago, it might. It, 
what there's like another country rapper type dude up church it's either him or jelly roll <laughs> but i feel like it was jelly roll when i read when I, when, I, when i read the news article because like it was a big trending article for a little bit but like i don't remember who it was it was this year though okay. it was the story was that like they had just purchased like this like however many acres of wooded area and they got lost there for like a whole day like i don't know how but he said there was no cell reception there or anything <laughs> And I I, I could have sworn it was Jelly Roll, but I I could, know, I, I could be I wrong, dude. Setup is at the at, yeah, it is a place, but yeah, but like I know it. It's one of those. It's one of the two because it stuck with me every time I remember Jelly Roll. I'm like, wait, isn't it the guy that got lost in his own woods? That would be kind of scary, though. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like dude. getting lost in your woods. Oh, dude, sometimes or like just I got in a the woods. woods behind my house, and like I've imagined that. Like, can you imagine if you like accidentally got too drunk and wandered off into the woods or something? Dude, it's like, oh man. I, I, mean, I feel like I'd be able to find my way out though. Yeah, I mean, I have been drunk in the woods and I found my way out, but yeah, I, yeah. you just never know. Yeah, I guess so. You never know what's lurking out there, dude. No, but no. uh, we're getting hella sidetracked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Jelly Roll getting lost in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know if it was him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so we go back. You're you start you pick up. So you you start doing some show. You do strangers rehearsals, and you you pick up the camera. You're doing some shows. Do you remember? So you said we met at the Astra Theater right before that. Yeah, during their interview. Their during interview. Their interview f- yeah, with Kathy from uh, the Cornyn News or something. Yeah, I think it was Spencer either Spectacle. <laughs> Spencer County Spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. But yeah. um, then you photographed the Strangers album release show. Yeah, at the Astra. At the Astra. At the Astra. It's it's kind of crazy that that was a day like this that we just met officially like this year. Because we've been through some crazy shit together now. Just yeah. like, on, like with the shows and everything. Yeah. That's crazy that all that happened this year. Yeah, it, it didn't just happen this year. It only happened in half of this year. Yeah, yeah. You put together a pretty fucking crazy tour, too. Like, how did you find those people that they opened for? Like, that opened for the strangers? Like, you yeah, had a, you had a lot of talented things. people. That I didn't know how you found them. Facebook. Facebook? Like, uh, <laughs> those bands? No, I mean, those... like, in internet, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, everything I was, just, was curious. just searching people and, like, yeah. But, I mean, also, too, though, like, um, you know, like with the strangers, it was just a natural progression of like make a record. Well, you know, we went through some yeah. shit with Noah, you know, yeah, yeah, which was a big setback. Not a setback, as in like more so, just like a heartbreak for everybody. No, yeah, it for really sure. was tough. Yeah, no, it was too, tough. You know? Yeah, it was tough. It still We're is close. tough, dude. Yes, it is. Yeah, Caden yeah. <clears throat> said that last week. Like, or you know, whatever. Like, it's a healing yeah. process, and we're still. I mean. You just never quite. I don't think you ever quite recover from losing somebody as close as you are like that. Right. And it's such a young yeah. You age. never do. You never really do. But you know, that's just kind of. You got to keep. He lives yeah. now with us. Yeah, Literally, through the album. Don't through the cliche a, through the album corny, too. But that's what I mean. He lives with us. Hell, I was listening to the CD before you got here, and like, there's Noah right there playing his drums. on Yeah, he lives on that record. He lives on that album forever, dude. Yeah. Every time you play one of those songs, or anybody plays one of those songs, that's Noah's drums. Yes. Dude, I mean, and I told Kate, I told all of them this that I've interviewed so far. The strangers is like, God, I'm, I bet people who hear this and that, like, can you imagine if someone listens to my podcast and doesn't like the strangers? Like, all <laughs> I fucking talk about is the strangers, how annoyed they are. 
Well, like, oh gosh. Well, I don't know if that's uh, happening, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, yeah, dude. It was. It's. But with them, it was just a natural progression of like, make shit, make it happen, and then something would pop up. It's like, all right, I guess we got to do that now. Something pops up. I guess we got to do that now. You know. Yeah. It's kind of what's. It's kind of what, what happened recently. It's like the, the louder than life thing popped up. It's like, hey. You want to go? You know, and it's like, yes. Because, dude, what's funny is Chloe and I were talking. So as soon as they won the Troubadour show, which they went to the Troubadour and fucking won to battle the bands, right, right. for people at home listening, yeah. which everybody probably who hears this already knows that. But, like, <laughs> but like they went out there. They fucking won. As soon as they won, dude, the ne- I woke up the next morning, bought Louder Than Live tickets, boom, right for the Sunday pass. And... Like I was dead set to go, and then Lucas is like, "Do you want to go with us?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." But for a second, I hesitated because I told Chloe, my wife, I'm like, "I don't know. Do I want to sit up? I mean, I might want to sit in the crowd and really experience them from the crowd." Yeah. And she's like, "Wes, you've been to you know several music festivals and you've seen bands. You definitely would have regretted it, dude. You would have regretted it." Oh my god. She's like you need to go with the band. Like, that's going to be good for you. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And I thought about it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, she's... You're like, she's why the ready. fuck am I even debating this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, and then when I was there, I was thinking, why did I ever question? Yeah, coming? dude, it was crazy. Like, people that, you know, people that you hear all the time just walking past you to go get their lunch. People you hear on the fucking... Dude, everybody was so nice. No, they were. It was crazy. Like... Yeah. Like... All those guys, like, it's crazy. Even, uh, what was that other band, The The Warning? Was that who that? Uh, yeah. They played, like, a couple bands after The Strangers. Everyone was really nice. That Radkey, I talked to him yes. for a minute. Yeah. I think he toured with uh, Taylor Hawkins, actually, like, the whole Foo Fighters. Are you uh, shitting me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that their whole band was on tour with uh, the Foo Fighters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three brothers. And dude. he's, like, 16. Isn't he? Dude, they're all young. No, I don't know if he's actually 16. I mean, I don't know. They might be in their 20s. I don't even know. Uh, the kid looked young, so I assumed. Dude. I just didn't know. But their, like their still, it, like, it's crazy. Strangers. Yeah. No, it was it was like on the other side, I think. Yeah, but they were, yeah, they were uh, like three brothers. Their dad's their manager slash tour manager slash yeah. probably producer. You know, he's probably everything. Just like a, the dude who makes shit happen for them. Right. But uh, yeah, they played the main stage right after the strangers on the other main stage like you know at louder yeah, than life yeah. it goes stage yeah, to stage stages, back and yeah. forth there's two main stages which is insane because it's two sound systems that just blows your f- freaking face off yeah you know but it's badass too right right god when you see like the chili peppers on there like ripping dude, dude I my favorite part about the chili peppers is like they're not only one of the they don't only make some of the biggest music in the world songs wise they also are like the best jam band in the world too no like, dude it's crazy they're jam they left a little bit early that night though insane. didn't they what i think they left a little bit early that night we literally saw them coming in well backstage we saw them i have a video of it on my phone you sent it to me yeah we, they were all pulling up like the like you said in the video they were, they were all like the fucking president dude oh my okay for people this is a little insight we got this is how big and how badass the chili peppers are 
this is the real inside scoop. Yeah, let's no, tell. It ain't that, it ain't that t- insane. No, it's, it's not that insane, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane for us. We yeah, were like, we were like, holy oh shit. Oh my God. Because dude, as soon as those fucking SUVs got to the stage, no shorter than like 45 seconds, they were all running up on the stage, like full energy spurts. Like dude, they, that's they was what crazy. Bro- so I was telling my sister this today. I'm like, She's asking me how the festival went and blah, blah, blah. Wait, wait, wait. We got to tell the people first about... What? We got to explain to them. What? What? You, you just said that we had to explain it to them. I am. Okay, okay. What'd you say to your sister? This is what I said. Like, I go... She said, how was the festival? I said, well, it was insane. And, I, and we're blah, 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 talking about it. I said, oh, I go, I go, hey. Because Lucas was getting here. I said, I got to go. But I said, I got to tell you this before we go. I said, the chili peppers... I was like, they are fucking insane. I go, yeah, they are. I go, we were walking. So we go backstage. We grab our shit. We said, hey, we're going to grab our shit and basically clock out for the day, exit the facility right after the yeah. peppers are over because we, we want to beat all the traffic. And uh, I said, me, Chloe, this is, again, what I'm telling my sister. Right. Which is a good story forever. You know, just okay, yeah, capitalize yeah. the I- story. I got ahead of myself. No, you're good. No, no, I'm just saying. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no. And I said, uh, we were walking, me and Chloe, and then the stranger's photographer were walking out of the artist area. We got some beer and then walked out. Uh, As we're walking out, here comes these SUVs. People are saying, watch out. You know, they open the fences. Here comes these SUVs. And then the last SUV, the window is down, and I thought, Oh, that kind of looks like Chad Smith, right? Who's the drummer for the yeah. Chili Peppers? And then they kept driving, and then their show—like we could see the big stage. Their show is starting, you know, like the mu- the lights are going down, the music's whatever going dark. The show is starting, but the band is still—they're they're going each. There's three black SUVs, so that's Flea. This is what I'm, my prediction is: Flea. Chad Smith and uh, John Fushante. Yeah. Each one probably has their own SUV. Black SUV. Yeah. The show's starting. They're still driving backstage because there's like a road that separates backstage and then the main venue. And then we realize, like, oh my God, that's the Chili Peppers. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, Cody, you should film this. <laughs> and he took a video. But like, you don't know what, you know, it's like, you can't no, really see tons, but it's like, yeah, I said, yeah. they look like they're rolling up like the president. They come from their own compound within the Yeah, Yeah. They weren't, they were separated from the, like they were separated population. from everybody else's yeah. dressing rooms. Yes. Like it's crazy. They had, like, they were in California, dude. I know <laughs> that's what they, they have to call the, That's what they call the cow. Every ch- chili peppers dressing room just california yeah, is it really <laughs> probably <dude. That's, laughs> they're sponsored by the knew. they're sponsored by the state of california as many times as many times as they, they talk about yeah <laughs> but I no know, dude, dude. They, they're like, kick-ass every time i like i this so i said to my sister i'm like you know the they they as we walk from the backstage area to the main venue we walk around the corner where you can see the full stage here they come running out on stage yeah like 45 seconds i mean literally yeah. it was like they pulled up got out knuckled all right good show here we go played their fucking asses off and then after they played their first jam here comes anthony Kiedis, their yeah, lead yeah. singer on the stage that would add up dude because there was only three and That's he what wasn't I'm saying, yeah dude, dude no that was stay, them it definitely was yeah. last black suv exactly dude it was we could have met him dude 
I mean, I will say this. What's crazy though is an artist of any caliber at that festival gets to ride around the golf carts. No, that was nice too. It's even amazing. even though it was a, even though we kind of teased the driver a little bit because their interview was already over. It was definitely still nice getting that little yeah, golf cart yeah. ride. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, were it a little was late fun, to that. Like, like we got to ride on golf carts. Dirty Honey rode on golf carts. Yeah, you know, like I saw Jelly Roll was driving a golf cart. Yeah, Jelly Roll <laughs> he, was he was driving. driving he was cart. driving his own. I mean, it's just cool, dude. No, like, it's badass, dude. DW presents the the company that the strangers. No, shout out them for real, cause that's crazy <laughs> shit, dude. I mean, they put on the Twitch channel. The they put on. Uh, they you know, I, I'm assuming they're the main sponsors of like the Space Zebra show. I think they like they're in charge of like the whole. Fe- that's that's their yeah, festival. It's their festival. Yeah. It's Danny Wimmer, dude. Yeah, He's dude. A bad it's mother- fucking crazy. Dude, I'll tell you this. I had a starstruck moment at that festival because we were standing right outside the food vending area. And then um, I forget who I was. My wife was there and I think Lucas or somebody. And then out of the coffee area, here comes Danny Wimmer. And I I follow him on Instagram and I thought, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, oh, and I hesitated. And then then he left and I'm like, oh, fuck. I hesitated I didn't talk to him, and I instantly regretted it. But, like, you know, that shit happens. Yeah, it does happen, dude. It does. Sadly, it does. I know. I talked to quite a few other people that day, but that was one person I just didn't approach. Yeah, we talked. I was nervous. We talked to the struts a little bit just for a second, and a couple guys from Dirty Honey Ryland talked to. But, Yeah. yeah. The Still, struts were so much fun. Dude, no, they're set. Dirty Honey's pretty fucking good, badass, yeah, too. Yeah, Dirty Honey's crazy, too. They sound pretty dope. They They're all, all dude, dude. Those guys are all rock stars. Those yeah, guys they are all are. modern day touring. Dirty Honey wasn't even that big until like the last stars. year. Was Dirty, that? Dirty Honey wasn't even big until like this year. Like they're like popping now. Oh, dude, they're on the main stage. Yeah, they're fucking balling. Yeah. yeah, they're fucking balling, dude. But yeah, I remember like when Rylan used to listen to them before like anybody knew who they Kaden were yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah yeah they, they met them a couple years ago like yeah. they, they bought vip tickets to one of their smaller shows yeah lucas is like i mean dude i sent them our, our record when it came out <laughs> he's like they they liked it on instagram <laughs> <laughs> damn well, that's, hell yeah that's a good that's, start yeah yeah i mean hell you never well, know yeah they congratulated rylan on getting there and stuff yeah that's yeah. awesome i mean it's just that's what like dwp like the it's company, a crazy they opportunity. Went, they they put new artists, and I've said this to everybody that I've talked to in all this week. It's like they really put new artists in a spot to succeed. Yeah, they definitely do. They put dude. them right in the fucking mix. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, it's a crazy opportunity. It is. And it's, it's a crazy experience too. It is. Because like a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, me, Rylan, and Lucas, we also bought we bought tickets to a, a Chili Peppers concert. When they were in Nashville. Yeah. And it was a crazy fucking show. You know, we paid ass load of money for like pretty bad seats. <laughs> and then like a month and then and then, you know, like a month later, like to be like all access to that festival that they're also playing is just like one of them full circle moments. Like it's holy insane, shit. Dude. Yeah, it is insane. But I knew it would happen, dude. Literally before the Troubadour show or anything, when they first started that Battle of the Bands thing, yeah. I texted Rylan and I said, You guys better get that louder than life set list ready. <laughs> I told him that, dude. Dude, that that um <laughs> I was talking to a friend today. She's like, they played at the because I'm like, how do we get these guys? 
further down the line here. And she yeah. said, they played the Troubadour? I'm like, yep. She said, how the hell did you, like, how did that happen? And I explained that they won a battle of the bands. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's insane. They played it the is Troubadour? Insane, They're yeah. from Indiana? Yeah. It's like, yes. It is insane, and, and dude. Then, and I mean, for a young band, it's invaluable. No, it's crazy. She's like, that, those pictures and those videos. Wait, I was going to ask you this. Do you ever do videos? Uh, not necessarily. It's something I want to get more into. I feel like you could do it easily. Dude, I will say no, like this. I, I take videos sometimes. Like, I have a couple videos of their shows that, you know, like, like they use for the Troubadour edits and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's like, see, like, I mainly focus on the photography. So, like, if they have a shorter set, you know, like, I can get a, you know, like, if they have a long set, like a two and a half hour set, I can get, like, you know, like a couple clips of some songs, yeah. you know, but, like, I still want to mainly get photography. Okay. You know, because like if it's like a thirty minute set, you know, then I and they want me to take pictures, mm -hmm. then I don't really have a lot of time to fuck around and shoot a video if they yeah. want and like if they're only playing like four songs. Dude, I feel like it would almost be <clears throat> useful to have like for I mean, just for the strangers in general, and maybe this is something that you could incorporate as we right, go on, but right. it's like the having cameras set up to like just like on tripod on like on tripods yeah, yeah yeah like even a couple yeah Maybe i a need drum to mic that. on fucking tealens, on tealens yeah. just to, like a gopro let's put a greasy. gopro on a tealens drumstick <laughs> <laughs> on his drumstick <laughs> that shit oh would, my god that would be Can you imagine dude that shit would probably give you a headache to oh, watch my mom hates moving cameras she would yeah it sick. wouldn't be good for epileptic people dude nah, it'd all. be terrible for yeah. just anybody anybody, anybody. <laughs> it'd be definitely be terrible for the gopro too yeah it'd definitely get broken like but at the chili peppers uh concert chad smith had a like a drum cam on him yeah it was badass see I, i've done that screen. i've Their done that at a couple shows simple and dope i've done that at a couple shows gotten like uh there was a house party in bloomington that they okay uh, there was a house party in uh, Bloomington that they uh, got booked for, yeah. and there was a like a really uh, old wall in this basement, right? And out of this hole, like I could fit my phone through this hole, but I couldn't fit like my camera through it, you know? Yes, I saw those. Yeah, yeah. I think Teal captioned it like the driver's seat view. Because like, yeah, I, I, whenever I can do that, I definitely do. You should have titled it the glory hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I think that's what I titled it, and then oh. I think I'm or they may have uh, actually posted a TikTok calling it the glory hole shot. <laughs> I think so. I was gonna say I feel like that's <clears throat> probably what it's called. I mean, it's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in a it's in a basement in a yeah. in a house that they have. Uh, Those videos are awesome though. Dude. Yeah, dude, I love I love doing. They that need shit. some like different lighting down there. The lighting's kind of. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's like shop lighting, you know. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, what I know this what room was before we added. Yeah, before we turned the light off. Yes, and I then mean, turned it on and turned it off when you're like working on shit, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. But when you add like the warm lighting, that's when shit gets fun. Yeah, no, like this is nice. I feel like I'm like in a fucking cabin or something. It's got, dude. That was when we moved in this fucking house, which I've grown to love. When we moved to the, when we got, I got down to the studio, the base or the basement, which is now the studio. It's like this place was a cold, dark dungeon. You know what I mean? A neglected yeah. part of the house. There was cobwebs and like pipes, like just wires hanging. It was just a 
the floor was gross. It had been flooded. Down. It was just a shit show. Right. It's it's taken well, so much just like elbow grease and love to just get it back to a place where like you know you get some wood up, you get some like some warm lighting, and then it's a fun place to be. Yeah. I mean, and it has to be if you're an artist and you're gonna make a record, you want to be somewhere comfortable, somewhere relaxing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I agree, dude. This or if is, you want to have a co- good conversation. Yeah, yeah, this is the perfect spot for that, dude. I used it to, is. I used to live in uh the wood. The wood kind of reminds me of it, but I used to live in like this tool shed type thing. Really? It was, yeah, like uh, my senior year, I lived in like this cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. It's like in, and like on the outskirts of Spencer County in Boonville. Yeah, I was like, it was like this, literally like a two-story tool shed that somebody had converted into a house, dude. Did you live there by yourself for a little bit? Yeah, it was fucking crazy, dude. Why? Because, uh, well, uh, my mom had rented it out, but she, uh, she also had another house too. So oh. like, so like, I moved schools. So I just stayed there when it because it was easier for me to get to school sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd have my friends over. We come, you know, fucking. But it was like crazy packed. Like I'd have like twenty people over there. And like, like, dude, it's like a tool shed, <laughs> but it was dope. Like it was very nice. Like whoever, like our landlord, the guy that we rented it from, yeah. like he like had it, it looked like a, it's like a tiny home. You know what I mean? You ever mm-hmm. see those? Like a tiny home. Yes. Yeah. It was really cool. But like, it definitely got scary as shit out there at night. Like my dad even told me, he's like, you got more balls than I do. Cause I, there's no way I would even stay one night out there by myself. <laughs> It was like on this scary ass gravel road and there's no other houses around it but cornfields. So like look straight up out of a horror movie, dude. That's funny shit, dude. Yeah, it was pretty pretty uh fun though. And to until everyone left and then I'd be looking out the windows and shit. I bet, dude. <laughs> That's why I put blinds up in this sucker. I'm like, man, I ain't playing around with that shit. Yeah, fuck all that fucking Friday thirteenth shit, dude. Yeah, that's right. All right, hey, so I have I I have a segment I want to take you through, okay? Okay. So, I only have one segment of the show. It's called mm-hmm. Don't Think Just Act. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Don't think just act. So, I'm going to throw out like I'm going to rifle off 10 terms, phrases, whatever, and like little short bits and whatever I whatever I say, whatever it brings up in your mind, that's just what you say, okay? Okay. This is a quick quick answer. So, first term. What do you think of when you think of, uh, well, don't think, just act. Uh, rock and roll. Greasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rock that I love the love most. That answer. <clears throat> Strangers Astra Show. Iconic. Favorite concert you've ever photographed? Mm. Oh, uh fuck louder than life <laughs> i don't know why that took me so long to answer dude. <laughs> that was a no-brainer i didn't know if you know i mean louder than life was the biggest and the you know whatever but like you just never know if yeah like yeah show that you were like dude there's this one show that comes to mind i mean the, the critical show was definitely it definitely stands out to me because it was a different crowd you know and it was like it was definitely like a core memory type shit you know that's awesome like it was fun but no i don't know if it could be the louder than life experience yeah that was crazy that's awesome dude um favorite album released this past year (sighs) 
don't think just act <laughs> <laughs> fuck i'm bad at this dude well <sighs> so, okay. how about favorite album that you were like into recently that dropped this year yeah i mean on my apple music the strangers have 21 hours and they only have that one album so <laughs> that's 21 times uh actually it's probably closer to like 43 24 rounds of listening it's pretty good cody it is pretty decent gotta gotta they owe you a check <laughs> yeah they do all right we'll just say the strangers for that but while but while we're on that this is like a side question of that favorite song on the strangers first record uh that's easy that's fear your lies all the way love fear it. your lies love it i thought you were gonna say shadow i like that one a lot because it's different but uh nothing beats fear your lies dude there you go the song's a fucking banger noah loper miss i miss the bro yep <clears throat> wally opus <laughs> who's your idol uh mick rock he's who's that uh, he used to photog uh photograph a lot of uh like bands from like like everybody dude back in the day you like study his work I don't study his work. It's just like when I see one of his pictures, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. There's a there's another person too. He used to he was actually a Woodstock photographer, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he still posts stuff on Instagram all the time. And he's really good. Like he took pictures for like Jimi Hendrix and shit. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> he's that's pretty good. fucking crazy. All right. What's your dream gig? Ooh. Honestly, dude. It's pro I don't listen to them. Okay, my dream gig, if it could ever happen, Black Sabbath. But that would that would never happen. <laughs> a possible gig, a possible gig would be Cage the Elephant because I've seen them. I've seen them live, and they put on a hell of a show, dude. Dude, yeah, I know. I've seen also them Greta live Van too. Fleet. Greta Van Fleet would be crazy too. <sighs> yeah, I've never seen Greta. I've seen you them a couple. I've you? seen them a couple times. Yeah, <sighs> like three or four times. I've, I've actually heard, I've, I've seen them play. Amazing. I've seen them play with Greta Van Fleet. Who? KG Elephant and Greta Van Fleet. Oh my lord! With Metallica. Oh yeah, yeah. What a show! Yeah, it was pretty crazy. They, that's what makes me want to shoot for KG Elephant because like I didn't I listened that's to him a lot, insane. but like I had never seen him on stage other than that night, and like the energy that they brought was crazy. Damn, we went past the outro, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> dude! This happened last show. I'm sorry, man. I, I should have cool. cut this damn. Music I, I should have started freestyling this time. <laughs> <laughs> well if i would have known it was coming i would have gave you a damn heads yeah, up yeah god damn it how long does this mean it hit two hours no i don't even know dude this might be a hour and some change okay i'm not sure all right all right we'll wrap this up with one more question you get to drink beer with one person for one night from any decade but they're a musician dead or alive Dead or alive? Famous artist, whatever, musician, artist, somebody that you get to drink beer with and just shoot the shit with, who would you want to do that with? It could be, a, you know what? It could be a photographer, too, if you want that to be that. No, I'd say uh, probably fucking Jimi Hendrix, dude. That would be crazy. Dude, I think Caden said that, too. Really? Yeah. I, can't I didn't ask Caden if he wanted to drink beer with him because Caden. Yeah, I was about to say maybe a root beer or something. Maybe yeah, a root beer. <laughs> maybe a root beer. But, <laughs> no offense, Caden. Yeah. But. Hey, he does um, like root beer. 
Yeah, I asked him who he would want to hang out. I'm pretty sure he said Jimi Hendrix, too. So, I mean, can't go wrong with Hendrix, dude. Did Fuck Hendrix him. drink beer? He would have if I, I was. If, he would have. He would have if I was hanging out with him, dude. <laughs> that's that's the that's the question. So I would hope. Yeah. Either that or like George Harrison. Oh yeah. George that'd Harrison be would. Hang. That'd be. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I'd want to hang. I'd. I'd love to hang with Paul McCartney. He's still alive. Yeah, he is. I saw him once in when I went to school in Orlando. We were walking down the road, me and three friends, and then out of this restaurant walks a group of people. My buddy Joe hits me and says, um, is that Paul McCartney? And, and it I'm was. Like, no fucking way. Why would there be a beetle in this neck of the woods? <laughs> and then it was him, dude. And I I kind of like waved. Like We were like probably on the other side of the street, so I mean, it wasn't that close. But I was like, I couldn't speak though. I was like, Dude, I've been starstruck a couple times in right. my life, and that was another time. Yeah, that would be crazy. That, that stresses me out. To that would think just feel like it. I think Teelan saw Robert Plant one time, just like out in the blue, and he <laughs> like he didn't say anything to him, but he was like, "Oh fuck, it's Robert Plant." Yeah, yeah. Man, I bet he should have spanked. He probably did, dude. <laughs> I would have came close. Oh my god, dude! Seeing that guy in per- like just seeing Robert Plant like being in the same fucking stairway to heaven. That'd be crazy. That, that's that's probably how Teelan that Teelan just automatically started hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cody Jones. This was a good little podcast, man. It was. It was fun. I just want to say keep riding the wave, keep doing your thing, follow the the wherever the camera leads you, whether that's with the oh, strangers yeah. or Whoever else, the critical, whoever everywhere, else, dude. It's great, everywhere. Man. Only for only shooting for a fucking year. Is that what you said? Yeah, dude. And like, what? I, like, that's what's cool about it is like when I meet people, like other photographers at shows, like, and I talk to them, they're like, like they tell me like that they went to college for it for like four years, you know, but they'll still be like giving me compliments and shit, you yeah. know, because they're like, they tell me like, cause I ask them if they think I should go to school for it, and they say honestly, dude, from what I'm seeing, no. <laughs> They're like, they're, no, like for real though, because they're, I know, you they already say, got the friends and the dude, they, you know, well, you're already doing the thing. Yeah. Well, they're just like, like, honestly, like if you're into it enough, like you can just do it on your own. You know what I mean? If you actually like doing it, then yes. it's going to come naturally. He said, there's obviously some stuff in school that will help you out a lot more and make it convenient to learn. But like, really, it's all just about getting that hands-on experience. And dude, you have what? You have the magic ingredient, which is love. Facts, dude. And, and passion. And Facts. like you want to be with the band. You're a you're a great hang. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's why when you said we're at the Louder Than Life show, you know, yeah. this past weekend you said, Hey, when are you gonna have me on your podcast? I'm like, Well, I'm you know, I got some shows coming up, but then I was thinking, like, when we were hanging all day, like, me and you went, you know, we just walked around for, you know, we're just like, yeah, chill. yeah. It's like, chilling. dude, you're like a fun hang, dude. <laughs> Thanks, Let's bro. Let's, like, get you in this week. Let's just do it. Fuck now, yeah, dude. You know? But, um, yeah, dude, I think, like, man, you got all it takes. You got it, man. You're shooting the photos. Like, what? Thanks, I mean, bro. All you got to do is keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's all anybody else who I know ever did. Yeah, just, just keep doing did, it. did it. Yeah, exactly. Until dude. they died. Exactly. That's what I'm gonna Literally, do. That's what like, I'm gonna until do, dude. It's over. Like, 
do what you want. Do it doesn't have. You got to do. It, it, it do no. Nah, taking do. photos is it for right now? Take it. Yeah, dude. dude. You know? And it's not even like do what you got to do. It's do what you fucking want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if do it's it good. I feel like people. Where this is like wrapping up, but like yeah, I feel like that's where people, a lot of people, like fuck themselves over in life. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I don't like doing this, but I don't know what else to do. Well, yeah. they should take the time to figure it out. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you can enjoy doing something other than working in, like, a factory your whole life or something, Mm -hmm. then fucking do it. Or at least aim to do it. Exactly. Start there. Exactly. It's like every little bit counts, dude. And you'd be amazed. I I just feel like people, you know, you'd just be amazed by how, like, just just visual. I know this sounds so corny, but it's like, dude, just visualize that, like, this shit's going to go down for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. just visualize. No, like believe in yourself. You're the only person, especially at first, who's going to believe that you can do it. Exactly. And dude, fuck it. Do it for yourself. Exactly. Like, Who gives a fuck? Do it for you. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what everyone should do. And then all of a sudden, what's amazing <clears throat> is like, you put it out into the universe. And, and it comes back full circle. Right back. And yeah. it's like, it's like. Wait, how is this even happening? Like, yeah. Whatever it might be. It's like, I never even knew that this could be, you know? Yeah, I never even knew this would be, like, possible. An option. Yeah. Crazy, But that's dude. how it always... You that's always life, dream bro. of stuff happening, but when stuff starts happening, it's like... Surreal. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy, dude. Well, Cody Jones... I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I met you six months ago, seven months ago, whatever it was. Whatever, bro. And I hope that uh, I hope you never stop taking photos if that's what you're meant to do. And then if not, you know, I hope you. I mean, I hope just life always rewards you well. It and will. I'm so bro. glad that you came on the podcast. Fuck yeah! I'm happy I came on too, bro. I yeah, love this hanging is your with first Wally interview Opus. Ever? It is, dude. And you can tell. <laughs> no, man, you did a good job. Fuck yeah, bro! I'll yeah. take that. I'll take and, that. And and what you are, this is what this is what you will um this is why people will re- always respect you, I think, is you are a team player. For and sure. Like, before you came here, you brought me another guest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You were looking out for me, so I really appreciate you. For sure, bro. Yep. For sure. And I don't know, I mean, who knows what the future has in store? We'll find out. Ride the wave, like you said. <sighs> Ride the wave. All right, man. All right. Well, that's when the outro kicks in. Yep. I'll play it right there. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, If you want to look at some of Cody's work, all of Cody's work, whatever, I don't even know. You got it posted on Instagram. Instagram. The Cody Jones. Cody Jones Photography. Yeah, that's the email if anybody wants to book me. (laughs) But the Instagram is just the Cody Jones. Ooh, nice. The Cody Jones. Yes. Uh, Yes. Cody, thank you for doing this. Uh, Everybody, thank you for listening to Mining in the Foothills this week. Um, You know what? I'm going to do a little shameless plug. If you haven't ever listened to The Stranger's Record, go listen to it. Do it. and, and, And open your mind to the idea that the this was a young band who had a drummer and original drummer who wrote the drum parts record all those as demos we're going to go into the studio the next spring uh during that spring you know an incident happens we lose the drummer then we're stuck with these drum tracks like not stuck with them but this is what we got you know it's like 
we got to build a record, build a record around these drum tracks. It turns into what it is, and like it launches the strangers. Yeah, it's fucking it's, history, dude. It's, it's fucking crazy. Fucking a part of the whole journey. It and like, is. check it out and look, look at the stranger story. Look at Cody. Cody is just as much as the stranger story as anybody else. You saw him from the beginning, dude. Yeah. You deserve it just as much as anybody. Yes, sir, dude. It's fucking been a crazy journey, and I hope it doesn't come to an end. <laughs> Ever, dude. Ever. Cause like, fuck, so dude. Awesome. All right, man. Well. Have a good week, Cody Jones. Have a good week, everybody listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening this week. We'll see you next week. Um, Got a fun guest coming next week, too. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week or weekend. Over and out. Hell yeah. What'd you think?